prayer for the message this morning. Thank God for the worshipful spirit we have here already. Good songs of Zion. And uh, just thank Him for His many blessings He's bestowed upon us. Book of Revelations, chapter 2, verse number 18. Revelation 2 and chapter... Revelation chapter 2 and verse number 18. Jesus Christ is speaking here. He says, And unto the angel of the church of Theotera write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because you suffered that woman, Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her a space to repent. Aren't you glad he gave you a space to repent? Of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. I will give Unto every one of you according to your works. But unto you I say unto the rest of Theatera. As many as have not this doctrine. And which have not known the depths of Satan. As they speak I will put upon you none other burden. But that which ye have already hold fast till I come. Look at verse 25 closely. But that which ye have already hold fast till I come. And he that work overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, unto him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers. As even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Hold on. He's coming. Father in heaven, Lord, in Christ's name we ask you. Lord, as we come to you today with thanksgiving in our heart from what we've already heard and felt here this morning. Oh, Lord, we're so glad that we're sheltered in the arms of God. Lord, that we're free as a bird set out of prison. Lord, I thank you for your many blessings. I pray that you would add your blessings to your word one more time on this side of heaven. Dear God, help us to preach in the fear of an awesome God that's going to hold us accountable, not in the fear of any man, woman, present today. Father, I ask you to roam the hearts of each and every one. We know people have been on the altars already. 
But God, there may be one here today lost and undone that needs to make that decision to serve Thee. And Lord, when this service comes to a close, may You do the office work in the hearts of the people. And Lord, may You grant each and every request that's brought around this altar this morning. Lord, I pray that You'll anoint us from the top of the head to the soles of our feet. Lord, loose this tongue and let it go to where I may preach Your Word in truth and in spirit today. For Father, we'll surely be glad to praise you, give you glory and honor for all that you do for us here today and what's accomplished in thy name. In the name of Jesus, we do humbly ask and pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Jesus came to this church located in a mess. And he began to speak to them from his heart. He comes to them as a holder of a two-edged sword. That is exactly what the scriptures refer to as a sharp, as powerful as a two-edged sword. It cuts going in and it cuts coming out. And that's the way he spoke. And he spoke with authority. He comes with truth and he comes with power. The power of his word. To encourage the faithful and to exterminate the foolish. The word will divide you. It will destroy foes on both hands and pierce to the heart. And it seems like a lot like the messes that we are in today in this world in which we live. But I got good news to bring you from a faraway country. Hold on. Jesus is coming soon. I believe as we look at each and every event that's taking a place around us. We can know from without a shadow of a fact uh, uh, that the Lord Jesus Christ is prompt and ready, sitting at the right hand of the Father, waiting on the signal uh, for the Lord God to say, Son, uh, go get my children uh, and bring them home. Uh, and boy, when He does, uh, I thank God that's going to be a glorious day. Uh, there'll be no more pain. Uh, there'll be no more suffering. Uh, as we lose that gravitational pull on this side uh, and go sailing through the air uh, to meet this on that side. I'm here to tell you church whatever you're going through this morning. Just hold on a little longer because Jesus is on the way. And my friend when he comes to get us there'll be no mistakes made. If you're covered by the blood then washed by his precious blood of his darling son. He'll make sure that you're on that trip to glory. Thank God my ticket's done paid for. I'm already signed up and I'm headed that way. And I hope that you are to today. There's some things we need to hold on to while we wait. There's some things, Brother Hap, we got to uh, grasp on to uh, and hold on to uh, and love uh, and cherish uh, while we wait on the return uh, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The first thing I believe we need to hold on to is the precious Word of God. We need to hold on to that precious Word. Hide it in our hearts. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in our hearts to the Lord. That's Colossians 3.16. The Bible also says in the book of James to be doers of the 
word, not hearers only. Folks, when people around you are doing things of the world, we need to hold on to the word of God. Let it speak to our hearts and allow us to show the errors of our own ways and hold on to the word. Hold it close to you. Hide it deep down within you. And that way when somebody comes by trying to shed a, a false gospel to you, tries to share it with you, tries to push it on you, you can understand and know what thus saith the word of God is, what's truth about it, and you can stand on it, and you can defend it, and you can put them in the road and tell them you're wrong. You're wrong. That's not what the Bible says. We need to know and understand this precious book today. I got a key. I, I knew the accusations would start coming, Dusty. When we had our last association meeting, I, Damon can tell you all about it. We, we, I had to make a stand on a particular uh, situation in our state and uh, it, we, the motion that I made was overwhelmingly approved. Uh, there were only two people in the congregation uh, there of those preachers out of our association uh, that voted against what the motion was. And it was just because we was trying to stand on the Word of God, trying to, trying to make it right. Uh, preacher Sammy stood with me too. He knew what I said was right. Uh, a lot of these preachers, they knew exactly what I was saying was right. Uh, and what the state had done was against the law of God, against the Word of God, if you will. Uh, and boy, it didn't take long for some of them boys down there in the lower part. Yeah, we're going to put this on the internet and I'm going to invite them all to listen to it. Amen. Uh, listen, they uh, some of them boys down there, they done got a little liberal. Okay, uh, they've got on the liberal side of things, and and uh, they, uh, uh, they one of them sent word, and uh, they wouldn't tell me who he was that sent word because I was going to give him a phone call uh, afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he sent word, Sister Lucy, that, that it was those preachers in the upstate, uh, them King James Bible thumping boys of old, uh, that's starting up all this trouble. And he said that's just them old King James uh, Bible thumping, a uh, uh, stupid. Uh, uh, don't have no sense boys up there uh, that don't know what's going on and called us uneducated. Uh, I didn't really care who it was that said it that told me. He wouldn't tell me. But I said, would you do me one favor? He said, yes, sir, I sure will. I said, I know you're not obligated to tell me who said that. But would you please call him back and tell him that Todd Black said thank you. Amen. Listen, uh, we got to keep standing for something or people are going to fall for anything. Amen. Uh, Listen, it doesn't matter to me uh, when it comes down to the translation of this book. uh, I'm going to stick with the King James Bible. I know it's the Bible of old. It's not outdated. We don't need a new one. We just need to look and read and apply the old one to our lives. Amen. Uh, We've got to stand for something or people will fall for anything. And I'm here to tell you we ought to hold this word close to our hearts and know what it says. For if them boys would have known what it says, they wouldn't have done what they'd done to begin with. You've got to follow the word of God. Next thing you know, they'll be wanting to put homosexuals in the pulpit in our own denomination like they're doing in others. Somebody's got to take a stand. Next thing you know, they're going to be ordaining women deacons and putting them behind the pulpit. You better know what the Word says. You better hold it to your heart. You better follow it. Amen. Hold on to the Word of God because Jesus is coming soon. 
Listen, oh, I made a commitment long time ago, Brother Joe, uh, when it comes to the Word of God, I'm going to stand on it if I have to stand on it all by myself. Uh, and that's all right with me because uh, I know what's right in it. Amen. Amen. We just need to hold on to it. We need to hold it close to our hearts. Uh, thank God they do call me a, a King James Bible-thumping, idiotic, uh, uh, uneducated preacher up there in South Carolina. Listen, I don't know how uneducated I am, but I know what the book says. Amen. I'm here to tell you, we need to take a stand in these days in which we live. Hold on, He's a-coming. we got to hold on to the Word of God, but also hold on to the precious promises of the Word of God. We've got a promise of heaven today. Amen. Sister Lucy, I remember the preachers of old that would hold on to the Word of God. They'd get out there with signs and picket the nudie joints and the porn clubs and stand out there and say it's sin and it's wrong. Oh boy, you see somebody doing that today. They want to throw you in jail and they want to call you crazy and they want to call you uneducated. But I'm here to tell you, the promises of God are true. He said, listen, we ought to stand on the Word of God and stand for the promises that He's promised us. He's promised me a place in heaven one day. And thanks be unto God, that's where I'm going by His marvelous grace. Listen, I've got a one-way ticket to heaven, meaning one way when I get there, I'm not coming back. I don't know about some of these people that say, well, you know, so-and-so said they died and they went over yonder and they came back. I don't know. I don't want to come back. Hallelujah. I guess anything's possible, but when I get there, let me stay. (laughs) Uh, My old grandpa Black used to say this because Nanny used to get, get, get on him all the time. She'd say, you better behave. And she'd tell me, you better behave. For when I die, I'll come back and sit on your bedpost. I'll sit on your bedpost and haunt you. You better behave. That's what she'd tell me, Maxie. And then Papa would look over and say, Huh, if you was coming back, you wouldn't leave to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, I'm telling you, thank God for the promises that are promised to you and I. For whosoever will shall call upon the name of the Lord uh, shall be saved. Uh, That's the same way today as it was when the book was written thousands of years ago. Uh, There's still only one way to heaven. Uh, It's by the cross. Uh, It's by the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father but by me. There is no other way that you're going to make that celestial city. And that's a promise unto God. We ought to hold on to His promises that we're going to a land where there is no more death, where there is no more devil, where there is no more defeat, where there is no more disease. We need to hold on to the Word of God. Hold on to the precious promises that are in the Word of God. For my friend, we've got promises from the Lord that say He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He'll never leave you alone. He'll always be with us. He'll pick us up. He'll walk with us. He'll answer our prayers. My friends, you can go through thousands of promises in the Word of God. They're true. I believe every bit of them. I believe every one of them. And I'm not going to take any of them out or take any of them for granted. He's a good God. He's a good God. Hold on to the Word of God. Hold on to the precious promises as we wait on His return. Hold on, He's coming. Hold on to the blessings of the Lord. Deuteronomy 28 and 2 says, 
And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. We should hold to the blessings of God. There are blessings in our lives every day that we should be thankful for. And we ought to hold on to each and every one of them. Preacher John used to get on the preacher's wives sometimes. Because they wouldn't stand up and testify. Now I can tell you Sister Lucy's about like Miss Tina. They don't say a whole lot. They always operated by their actions behind the scene. And that's wonderful. And that's great. We'd get up here having testimony sometime. Preacher John said, I want these preacher's wives to stand up today and say something. And that's probably since the last time mine stood up and said anything. But she got up this morning and said something. Thanking the Lord. Bringing her son back safe. And you know what? That's a blessing that she'll be able to hold on to from now till Jesus comes. There's little blessings that come our way. Oh, we take the little ones for granted. As she sung the song so beautifully this morning. There's a roof up above me. There's shoes on my feet. There's clothes on my back. Uh, Listen, we take the smallest things for granted. Uh, Oh, listen, you might drive a 19 what, Volkswagen Rabbit? A 1981, I thought it was a 60-something, the way that thing looks. Hey, he drives a 1981 Volkswagen Rabbit. It gets him where he wants to go. It gets him to and fro. It still runs good. Just thank God it might be a little thing. It might not be worth much. It might be a classic. I don't know. But my friend, I'm telling you, if God's given you something to get from point A to point B in, He's blessed you. Amen. It sure ain't the prettiest car in the parking lot. But I'm here to tell you, we can thank God for it because He gave it to you. Amen. Brother Joe was telling me one day, he said, Preacher, you ain't going to forget, you ain't going to believe this. He said, my refrigerator was broken. And, 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 and what, what, how'd that story go? You, somebody gave you a refrigerator. He didn't have the money to buy a new one. And somebody gave him a refrigerator. Just the little things in life that we ought to be thankful for. Amen. Just the little things in life. Uh, The little things as a a peck on the cheek by your mate before you go to bed at night. Be thankful for it. Be thankful uh, uh, that your children are growing up in the house of God. Something that you don't think about. Uh, uh, They're trying to live for the Lord uh, and trying to do the right things. Uh, My friends, we've got blessings beyond compare. We've got big blessings. We've got medium-sized blessings. We've got little blessings. But we ought to be thankful for everyone that God sends our way. uh, And be happy and glad in it that God gave them to us. Hold on to them. That'll help you. Get along, amen. amen. That'll help you hold on till he gets here. When you sit back and think about what God's blessed you with, and you think about what God's going to give you over on the other side. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. I don't, I don't live in a big expensive house. I don't drive the finest of cars. But I can tell you what, when I get them over into heaven, I ain't going to need that car. And I'm going to have me a bigger and better house. Amen. 
Forget them other versions that say you're going to have a room. Uh, my Bible says that the heavens filled with many mansions. Amen. I believe I'm going to have a mansion waiting on the other side, not just a little room sitting over in the corner somewhere. And I guess it makes good for songwriting, maybe make good for song singing. But listen, uh, just build me a mansion on the other side. Amen. Oh, Lord, hey, listen, I'm going to have one. And if you're saved, if you're blood bought by the precious blood of the Lamb, you're going to have one too. Hold on to the blessings. Number four, hold on to the paths. The Bible says all the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. Under such as keep His covenant and His testimonies. We need to stick to the paths of the Lord. For He'll never lead us down a path of destruction. You see, many people will get sideways in this thing and they start going down the wrong path. And when they go down the wrong path, they get into a big mess. Uh, just like this church at Theatera, they had gone down the wrong path. Uh, they'd gone down the wrong road uh, and they're getting themselves in a mess. But I'm here to tell you, I believe I'll just stay on the road with Jesus. Uh, I believe I'll just stay on the old paths of God uh, and let them lead me wherever they may lead. Uh, and I know that my ultimate destination uh, is going to be heaven. Uh, my friend, we need to stay on that path. There's many a times in life that the devil will try to get you off of your path uh, and put you on the wrong road. Uh, but thanks be unto God, we've got an old path that we can follow, that we can stick to, that we can believe in, that has been proven, and that we know which works. Uh, I don't have to come around uh, and start digging around in my Bible to find out what's going to work for this, uh, what's going to work for that, uh, what kind of program I need for this, uh, how many dancers we need for that. Uh, all I know is just stand for the Word of God and the past that it's done laid out for us. It's worked all these years. It'll continue to work for generations to come until Jesus comes and it might be today. Hold on. Jesus is coming soon. Hold on to the past. Number five, hold on to the blood. <laughs> Romans 5, 9 much more than being now justified by His blood we shall be saved from wrath through Him. I'm not appointed under wrath. <laughs> that tells me I'm not going through the tribulation. Some folks in this thing, they believe they're going to go through it. Yeah, ain't bit much more truth in that than anything. They say... Well, some of them will say, well, we're going through the first three and a half years of tribulation. Then the Lord's coming to get us. Mid-tribs. No, that ain't what it says. And then there's some that will say, we're going through it all. You just got to hold on and you got to endure. Endure. That's post-trib. But I'm here to tell you, the Bible don't teach neither one of them. I'm pre-trib. In other words, I'm getting out of here, baby. I'm gone. Amen. Oh, listen, when the big bomb falls and when all hell breaks loose here on earth, uh, uh, when, the, when the Lord brings down fire and brimstone from heaven, the great tribulation, uh, let us, listen, I'm here to tell you, I'm not going to be here, thank be unto God. He's not appointed His people under wrath. And my friends, that's going to be a bunch of wrath. Hold on to the blood. 
They trying to take the blood out of songbooks. They trying to take the blood out of the Bibles. Uh, they don't want the preachers preaching in their churches about the blood anymore. Uh, they say, oh, preacher, that's a slaughterhouse religion. I've heard that for years. Slaughterhouse religion. Well, guess what? It is a bloody book from the very first beginning of Genesis all the way to the end of Revelation. It is a bloody book. And we can't tiptoe through the tulips and do a tiny Tim and try to get around it because it's not, listen, because it doesn't suit somebody's fancy. It's blood. It's the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of the Lamb, the only one, my friend, by which way we may be saved today. He is the only way. And my friends, we've got to understand it is His precious blood that we need to hold on to. Oh, we can rebuke the devil in the listen, in the name of Jesus. We can rebuke him by the blood of Christ. We can plead the blood on the devil. And my friends, the Word of God says you have to flee from you. He'll come. He'll come fighting. Hold on to the blood. He can't cross the bloodline. (laughs) What do you mean, preacher? He can't cross the bloodline and get to you unless God gives him permission. The devil may come against you, Joe Floyd, today, but he gets so far and he sees the blood, he has to stop. And then he has to petition God the Father and say, Lord. He even calls him Lord in the Bible. He says, Lord, I need old Joe. And God looks at him and either says, get out of town, leave Joe alone. He's covered by the blood. Or he may just drop the hedge and say, try my servant, Joe. And let's see. Sometimes we go through valleys like that. Sometimes we go through circumstances that the Lord allows us to go through. But He allows us to go through them to where we'll be a better person when we come through the other side of the storm. And He may be preparing you through something today that you're going through that's going to help you make it another day where it will help you uh, to reach out to that one that's hurting. Uh, uh, Listen, we are a hospital for the sick. Uh, We are a hospital for the lonely. We are a hospital to help those that are dying. A hospital of salvation. Uh, We need to get the Word of God to them and to help them. And a lot of times if you've been there, you can help them. You can help them. Know what matter people may say or what the devil tries to get you to believe. If you're saved today, you hold on to the blood because he's coming. For those that are saved, you have something to hold on to. For those that are not, you can be today. You can have something to hold on to if the Holy Spirit has drawn you. If there's something that stands between you and God today, it'd be a great day to take care of that while you're here. You see, even saved people, like I say, do get sideways in this thing sometimes. 
And sometimes uh, there's things that come in their life that shouldn't be there. And that just breaks fellowship with God. And you need to make sure this morning that there's nothing there that's going to break that fellowship, that sweet presence of the Holy Ghost of God. Lord, I don't know why God's decided uh, to shine down on us as good as He has, uh, the way He has the last few weeks, uh, the way He's moved on us and the way He's blessed us. But I thank Him today uh, with every ounce of energy in my body because I like it uh, and it feels good uh, and it sure does make me feel like know that we're doing something right. Amen. Amen. We're doing something right. Hold on. Just hold on a little longer. Because he can't cross over the bloodline. Hold on to the word of God. Just hold on to it. Hold on to the promises that he's, he's already delivered unto you. Hold on to the blessings that he's already given you. Because you know what? If we live just a little bit longer and hold on, there's going to be more blessings to come. His storehouse is slammed full of boxes of blessings with your name on it. And all we have to do is be obedient. Hey, that's good talking there. Slam full. Amen. I guess that's why they call me uneducated and ignorant. But that's all right. Y'all know what I mean. (laughs) Hey, Jesus is the reason that we're here today. He's the reason that you're going to heaven. The decision that you made to serve Him. Folks, He's coming soon. You look at the earthquakes, the wars, the rumors of wars, the storms. Everything that the Bible is portraying that will happen before He returns has taken place. The only thing we're waiting on now is for the trumpet to sound and Jesus Christ to come and carry us away. I want you to stand across this auditorium this morning. Have our folks to come get us a song of invitation. I tell you what, Brother Jim, get that sheltered by the arms of, sheltered in the arms of God one more time. I'm sorry, ladies. Lord just pressed me to do that. Because you know what? Hold on. We're sheltered. (laughs) Sheltered in the arms of God. Just hold on. Hold on. He's got you. If you're saved today, He's got you. He's holding on to you. You hold on to Him. You're sheltered in the arms of God. Father, we do love you. We thank you for your many blessings. Lord, as we're so thankful for us being able to hold on to the blood, hold on to your word, hold on to the blessings. Oh, God, we're just so thankful for what you've done for us here today. There may be some here today that has a special need. Lord, they may not have any need at all, but maybe a need of another. This altar would be opened where they would come and pray. Lord, I ask you again to do the, heart, the office work in the hearts of the people. And Lord, bless in a mighty way. And we'll praise you, worship you, and say thank you for all you do. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen.